Testing one, two, three, here I go. Give me that microphone. Hello and welcome to Glad Bitch. I'm Sarah Warman, the Purpose Provocateur, and this is episode seven. Lucky number seven, am I right? <laughs> okay. Anyway, you might have heard that it's the Scorpio full moon today and a lunar eclipse. So everyone's feeling so witchy. I mean, could you be feeling a vibe? Sure. But witchy? That's unclear. Because being a witch is more than crystals and tarot cards and Stevie Nicks and cycles of the moon. Those are tools to practice and hone something much deeper, which is intuition and inner wisdom. For funsies, I want to start today's episode by telling you 15 of the top reasons why you would be believed to be a witch and probably burned at the stake 300 plus years ago. Personally, I have 14 out of these 15 things and a bonus thing not on the list, which is just that my name is Sarah, a simple Google search. And it seems like there were a lot of Sarah's on that list in Salem, at least. So just saying. Oh, and I guess just being a woman would make us all targets. Okay, here we go. 15 reasons you would be burned at the stake. One, you were poor, but your clothes were clean. (laughs) I mean, I don't have Oprah money, but I do keep up with the laundry. So I claim this one. Two, you walked in groups. So forget about brunch and book clubs, ladies. If you have more than one friend, you're fucked. Three, you had physical abnormalities. This means things like freckles, moles, or an extra nip. Fun fact about me is that I have a sixth toe, or I guess it's more accurate to say I was born with 11 toes. Witchy indeed. Four, you had no children. Check. Five, you struggled to speak in public, like stumbling on your words and stuff. Maybe that's why I'm practicing on this podcast. It's a safety measure. Six, you could read and write. Favorite pastimes for me. Seven, you had pets. Are you a cat person? A dog person? Well, then what's up, witches? I have Max the dog, who's currently sitting at my feet like a good little familiar. Eight, you had sex out of wedlock. Whoopsie. Nine. Being sarcastic, (laughs) argumentative, or bitchy. I'm working on it, okay? 10. You're over 40. And maybe this is why I act super immature. Maybe deep down I'm just worried someone's going to light me on fire. 11. You're left-handed. Check. 12. You've broken any rule in the Bible or you don't go to church. Okay, come on. This is basically all my friends the ones I can be seen walking with in groups. 13. You've killed houseplants. Womp womp. Feel a little attacked by that one. 14. The one I don't have is possessing healthy livestock. It just doesn't apply. But I feel strongly that if I did have livestock, that they would be healthy and happy and probably kept as pets. And finally, 15. Practicing magic, i.e. any witchcraft. This is any healer or medicine woman that understood the relationship between the body and the mind. 
What this means, friends, is a woman who knows what intuition means and how to use it. So you guessed it. Today, I want to talk about intuition and how to work with it, because I know every single one of you at some point has said to yourself, damn it, I should have just trusted my intuition. Isn't it funny, but not funny, haha, how we seem to only notice our intuition when we didn't follow it and not all the times it hooked us up? Intuition isn't a crystal ball, but it always knows the next best step. Sadly, We've been trained out of utilizing this side of ourselves for many reasons, but when it comes to knowing what's best for you, this is your greatest asset. Intuition is not something to be taken lightly. It's not as fluffy as people make it sound who don't understand what it actually is. And it's no wonder people were afraid of it. Having a strong intuition made it difficult to be swayed by other people or even social norms. And the same is true today. People can get pretty weirded out by a woman who is self-possessed. And it's interesting, intuition has always been associated with being female or as a feminine attribute. You know, basically another reason to call us crazy. But men have this capability too. They just change the words so they don't feel like it's a witch thing or a bitch thing. Like instead they'd say, I made a game time decision. Good job, dude. You made it into sports. It's called intuition, fellas. Relax. The simple definition is this. Intuition is the ability to understand something immediately without the need for conscious reasoning. I'll say it again. Intuition is the ability to understand something immediately without the need for conscious reasoning. What happens is, under stress... Your brain is gathering and processing a shit ton of facts, most of which happens outside of your awareness. These form into patterns, and then your brain compares those patterns to all your past experiences, feelings, and emotions. When you get that gut feeling, you're benefiting from intuition, otherwise known as a pattern match. Research shows us that this is an incredibly reliable way to make decisions. If you think about it, our bodies were made for it. This is every experience you've ever had or everything you've ever learned over time coming to you all at once, most of it coming from the unconscious mind. Some might even say it can be ancestral knowledge or knowledge from the spirit realm joining in as well. That's why it feels hard to explain because you don't know where the feeling is coming from. We think we need to think and think and think, but our intuition is a process of very quick thinking that happens to live in your body. It's your early warning system if something is amiss, or a big green blinking light if something is undeniably the best course of action. And typically, we override this like a bunch of dumbasses. We use words like gut feeling a knowing, a spidey sense. And then we're like, nah, I'll just think thoughts and go over all the shoulds and the what ifs about it instead, which is actually a slower way to make our best possible decisions. But I know it can be really difficult to trust your gut, especially when you have no proof and no evidence you can use to back yourself up. 
if you make a decision based on intuition, but you aren't able to articulate exactly why you made that decision in the first place, people might think you're being reckless. And let's face it, sometimes the messages we do get, even if they're right, can be really hard to face and scary to listen to. So can we make intuition stronger so it's more obvious or more reliable? The answer is yes. First, you have to tune into yourself. Every person has an internal compass. When faced with a choice of any kind, our intuition will point us in a certain direction. I would say your glad bitch probably oversees these meetings. So can we just stop and thank her for working overtime on our behalf? She's always trying to guide you to your own North Star. But we fucking ignore our compass to please other people or simply because we're not using our intuition as a tool or we don't trust it or we're afraid. I can't tell you how many times I just knew something, but I did the other thing because I ran it through a filter of what everyone else would think about it or how I might be perceived. My life changed dramatically when I started making intuition-based choices deliberately, but it's not always easy. I just know it's right. This topic is so near and dear to me because it was the thing I avoided and the thing I needed most when I didn't know what to do. Simply just listening to myself. To tune in or tap in, you have to move from someone that's always doing to someone just being. This creates space for your intuition to talk. If you're always busy doing, your intuition can't be heard. We all have way too many apps open, both literally and figuratively, and then it can't get your attention. You really have to get some alone time or quiet time to drown out the noise because you can't hear shit on the inside if it's too loud on the outside. Some examples of this might be have a cup of coffee and do nothing in silence, no distractions. Go on a walk with no phone, no music, and no podcast. Let your mind wander in the shower. This is just 15 minute peeps, and so far I haven't asked you to meditate, and I promise I won't. Then notice your body. Your body has a natural tendency to mirror your inner feelings, and it opens up or closes off depending on how your brain perceives something. Does your choice or decision make you feel open or closed, expanded or small? To tap into your intuition, monitor your body language. Are your arms crossed? Is your jaw tight? Are your butt cheeks clenched? I know you just unclenched your butt cheeks right there. <clears throat> Tightness or any pain in the body is an interesting place to look. Or do you feel free in your body when you think of a different answer? It doesn't have to make sense, but remember, it makes sense. What does the voice of your gut or inner knowing sound like? Intuition is not attached to the answer. Intuition or the truth for you doesn't have any judgment. It just is. It's relaxed. It's like, hey girl, because you don't have to worry about what you want or what's next or getting it right. You don't have to worry about that. 
because you'll know it when you see it. And if it doesn't feel like a yes, it's a no. Your body will tell you, yes, no, mm-hmm, maybe, not yet, fuck yes, or fuck no. Do not ignore a lifetime of information, if not longer, when you get these messages. They whisper until they yell. You know what I mean? But Sarah, how can you tell if it's intuition or anxiety? Great question, because I struggled with that for a long time. Anxiety is future-focused, and your intuition is now, and it's matter-of-fact. Anxious thoughts also tend to be repetitive and go on loops, while intuitive thoughts are unique to the moment. Next question, is intuition a talent or a skill? Intuition is a learnable skill. Intuition can be developed through practice. Practice, 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 practice. So start with small gut feelings and just follow them willy-nilly. Doesn't matter. They can be little. You build it like a muscle and you just listen and do what it says. This also builds self-trust. So what happens if you don't trust your gut? Well, I think you can probably fill in your own blank here. Things like, You make sure other people around you are happy, but you aren't, or you aren't great at setting boundaries, or you don't feel a spark for life, or you're burned out, or the feeling that you might not be living the right life. I mean, it's your life, but it's a fear-based life. Notice your intuitive hits. If you're overriding them, why? Think about a choice you're ruminating over lately. Try using your intuition to answer without judgment and just feel the answer. Is it the same or different than the answer when you get from simply rationalizing? What I love about being witchy means working with nature. Everything has a cycle and a rhythm. It means understanding that you are also a part of that cycle. Tapping in requires patience and stillness and practices that get you to feel the connection from your physical body to all things. That's where you find wisdom. It means when you get a funny feeling or you see the same numbers again on the clock or you find a feather on your path or whatever momentarily stops time for you that you check in and notice the message. Let your intuition speak. What's trying to come through? And are you open to your own guidance, even if it's scary? Now, I deliberately did not tell a bunch of stories about times I didn't trust my intuition, though I could have. But the bottom line is, the power of your intuition is as strong as your ability to trust yourself. To trust that you know how you feel, that you know what you want, That you know what you need. That you can only get to where you want to go by following your own directions. If your intuition is your compass, then your body is your flashlight when it's hard to see. I might even go so far to say that working with your intuition and self-trust is the most important piece of self-discovery. 
Because I know when I feel like shit, it's because I'm not listening to myself in some way. And all your answers are waiting for you to discover them. I also do have some really, really good coachy exercises to get you tapped into your intuition, but I'm not giving that shit away for free. I don't know what other coaches do, and I don't really care. What I do is help you work on your intuition game. That way, you can have a glad bitch and a glad witch, too, for the price of one. All right, guys, thank you again for your five-star ratings. Oh, and your reviews sans the word bitch. As always, if you want to hear more about what I do, you can check out my website at sarahwarman.com or find me on Instagram at sarahonpurpose. Let your inner voice be heard. Up her sleeve and I got a few up mine She said